stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. You are now home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And thanks for rocking with us. After the Dodgers get demolished down in Miami, they get rocked down there in South Beach by a final score. The Dodgers got absolutely smoked tonight. You hate to see it. I mean, this Dodgers team heading into tonight, you were fearing that, hey, this could be the first Rhodes loss, road series loss in quite some time. And boy, it was a very bad showing. They lose by a final score of 11 to 4. It was their worst inning that they've seen in six years there when they allowed nine inning, nine runs there in the fifth. Inning. We're going to break down all the action because, look, I'll tell you first and foremost, this Dodgers team, they have some very big starting pitching concerns. And yes, in a perfect world, in the NLDS, yes, you could get by with just three starters, right? If Walker Buehler comes back, maybe gives you four innings. If Clayton Kershaw finds a way to ramp up and get that shoulder right, yeah, you feel pretty good about his chances if he gets close to being at 100%. I mean, you look at Bobby Miller, what he's been able to accomplish. Yeah, he's shown a lot of potential, but he's still a rookie. This starting rotation, Lance Lynn is someone who could have factored in if he had picked up and continued the success that he had early on when he was traded to the Dodgers, but yeah, he does not look good. Lance Lynn got absolutely demolished. It looked like a batting practice session out there in the fifth inning. He goes four and two-thirds, allows eight runs on seven hits, one strikeout, three walks. He's given up 40 home runs on the year. 40 home runs on the year for Lance Lynn. I mean, that is 
pretty insane. And I think the record is 50 home runs in this season. But yeah, it just was not a pretty win for this Dodgers. Not a pretty loss for this Dodgers team. They've now lost five of their last six games. They are 84 and 54. Still 11 games up in the division. But yeah, you saw some sloppy defense out there. The offense, they were cold. And we're going to break it all down. But here we go. We got Ben Kawucha. No way they pick up Lynn's option. That's a great point, Ben. I was thinking about that. And by the way, I'm looking for the Dodgers Nation question of the night, the comment of the game. So if I see a comment, a fire take, you're going to see one of these. Fire take. If I see a comment of the game, you're going to see one of these. That's a great point. Because look, Lance Lynn, an $18 million club option. It made a lot of sense when you consider the injuries. Had he been able to sustain what he, they did after he was traded, right? I mean, you saw him cut down the home runs. You saw some of the analytics behind it saying, okay, at Dodger Stadium, you can kind of keep that ball in the yard. But you're talking about a guy who just cannot hit his spots in big situations when he needs it. And I think that really is the issue for Lance Lynn is his stuff. I mean, you're hovering around 92, 93 miles per hour. If you miss your spot, your stuff isn't good enough to get away with mistakes. And if you look at that fifth inning there, I mean, he was just really a disaster. And he was cruising. He had some really good innings. He had some efficient innings early on this one. And then you saw there in the fourth inning that – that Jason Hayward made a tremendous play. He made a fantastic play there with the bases loaded when Edwards fly to right on the first pitch. That was a great play with the bases loaded to keep the Dodgers up one nothing earlier in this one. Jason Hayward in the fourth inning, the top frame of that inning, he gets a two-out home run on a 3-2 count off a lefty, so that was impressive. You're feeling kind of good about that, the fact that Dodgers getting on top early, Jason Hayward having success. Then bottom of the fourth inning, he ends up giving up the – he ends up making that play defensively. And in the fifth inning, Dodgers, they had some opportunities in this one. Will Smith, he struggled with runners in scoring position with two outs. He had runners on first and second. And Will Smith, he swings and misses at a pitch up in the zone. So missed that opportunity. And then there is that bottom of the fifth inning that will break down here in just a second. But first question I have for you is on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your concern level with this Dodgers starting rotation? I think when you factor in – and Julio Urias gone for the year, gone for his career with the Dodgers most likely. You look at Tony Gonsolin, the injury that he had. He was out for the year, Tommy John surgery. Dustin May, another surgery for D. May. You lose all of these pitchers. You hope that Walker Buehler returns, but even if he does that, you got Clayton Kershaw, who's throwing 88 miles per hour, 89 miles per hour with bad command. So to me, I think this rotation's absolutely in shambles right now. The saving grace is Bobby Miller. I think there's no question about it that if you had to ask yourself, who gives this Dodgers team the best chance to win, you got to give the ball to Bobby Miller. Right now, the postseason start tomorrow, Bobby Miller, without a shadow of a doubt, will be your game one starter. And I don't think that that might not change. That might not change. I mean, they could look at this as an opportunity to give a young pitcher the chance to see what he can do on the big stage but on a scale of one to ten what is your concern level with this team as far as the starting pitching goes and of course Victor Gonzalez came in in that inning he didn't look good as well we're gonna do a full breakdown in a second here but I want to read your comments yeah Lance Lynn makes Syndergaard look like Sandy Koufax Carl yeah let me like right now look let's be honest let's call it what it is Lance Lynn is looking like Noah Syndergaard with a beard right and I think when you consider 
the success he had early on, those first five starts, I mean, he had an ERA just over two. Even heading into this start, coming off that rough outing against the Atlanta Braves, he still had a sub-four ERA. He still had a 3.57 ERA in six starts with the Dodgers. And guess what? That was a good trade when you consider what the Dodgers gave up and you consider what they needed out of him, right? They needed someone that could eat innings and not continue to tax this bullpen. I think when you look at Lance Lynn, it's just the location, the command is off. Off, and when he misses his spots, he struggles. He gives up home runs. But more comments here. We got Baby Mike, 13-13. Lynn is so predictable. Michael Carrillo says 30. Okay, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's higher than 10, but that's I see you, I feel your pain. We got Real Talk Matt says a 7, Maddie Man 5 Dodge says an 8, Chris Moreno says 10. Yeah, try to change my mind. To me, I'm not ready to completely push that panic button. I tweeted out a little earlier the skid that the Dodgers went through back in 2017 it happens it happens i mean they had a stretch where they were 25 and 5 at one point in late july heading into august and then you go one for 16 you lose 11 games in a row that's what happens and unfortunately that's major league baseball for you this dodgers team though considering that they're not chasing the braves anymore for the national league best record for home field advantage throughout you still have an 11 game lead in the division you're going to run away with this division because of how bad they've been of late they're not offering you too much competition but you just wonder what is the goal for some of these games I think yesterday it was about continuing to ramp up Clayton Kershaw see if you can get him right so you'll kind of live with those losses if it serves a purpose but tonight it was just not good now, it makes you wonder if Lance Lynn who has pitched well don't get he has pitch well before his last two starts he's had some blips he's had some games where the home runs have cost him but for the most part we're seeing a lot of solo shots right today three walks a lot of those walks came back to haunt him and if you look at Lynn in his last three starts a 10-8 ERA right so that's not going to get it done it makes you wonder if this trend continues does he get left off the postseason roster? I think that would be in play if he struggles. But here we go. Get lost, haters. Get lost, haters. I don't know what that's about. 100 for Chuck. 8 from Andrew Wall. Boomer Assassin says 8. A 1,000 from Matt. These hard times are when we need a good coach and not just a cheerleader. Roberts, the infamous El Guapo. I think that if you're blaming Dave Roberts about this but not including Andrew Friedman in the same sentence, it's going to make me question how you know ball as far as this team because look this is an Andrew Friedman who didn't do anything in the offseason right you signed a Jason Hayward on a minimum you brought in Noah Syndergaard who was a bust right Thor was a thud we know that and then you look at the trade deadline yes even if they went and swung big with the Dylan Cease trade he's struggled he's an ERA over eight through his last month of work right he struggled mightily but I think in the Dodgers system he probably would have had more success but still we don't know what the prospect capital would have been, how much it would have cost to make that trade. And then Justin Verlander, he didn't want to be a Dodger. He wanted to go back to Houston. Max Scherzer, he had the no-trade clause as well. So Eduardo Rodriguez, he turned the Dodgers down. So you look at the options they had, and they weren't plentiful. They couldn't – there was not very many attainable players in general from a starting pitching standpoint, but they were very little. There was almost no starting pitchers that were attainable as far as frontline guys unless you wanted to vastly overpay. And look, what did I say a few months ago? What did I say three months ago? I said – 
that if you put all your bag, if you put all your eggs in the Shohei Otani basket, what do you risk? You risk, hey, maybe he signs the Dodgers and he blows his arm out on opening day. Well, guess what? He already blew his arm out now, right? And that's the risk you run. And I think if you're the Dodgers right now and you wanted Shohei Otani, great. But at the same token, you got Prime Mookie, Prime Freddie. This could be Kershaw's last year, in my opinion. I would not be shocked if he hangs his cleats up after this season. I truly would not. So here we go. Down below, we got 8-9. We got to 9 from Will Bass, a 9. By the way, if you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that like button. If you want to see more giveaways, which we are going to be giving out autographed baseballs, authentic jerseys, we're still waiting to get to that 70,000 subscriber mark. So if you're watching and you have not subscribed, be sure to do so. Because as long as you are subscribed, to the channel you will be eligible for all of our giveaways if you hit that notification bell it's better too. i mean definitely comment spam the comments hit that like button because like i said this is number one dodgers youtube channel and the better the shows do the higher the chances are you're going to get giveaways and they're going to come in more so i think that's something that you want to consider because like i said this is your show i'm just hosting we got eight and eight point five from carl dodgers fans need to be realistic they are not winning a World Series. That's from Jason Diamond. Look, I think with baseball, it can go both ways, right? I mean, you're talking about a sport where the Atlanta Braves, if you look at their their chances of winning the World Series, it's probably 30, 35%, something in that range, right? I mean, that's the best team in baseball has a almost 70% chance of losing, right? Baseball is not the sport for you if you want to guarantee a World Series. Go watch F1, right? Go watch the Warriors with with Kevin Durant, right? Go watch the NBA. It's a much more predictable product as far as who will be the eventual champion, right? So that's just the reality. That is, this is not the NBA, right? This is not F1 racing. There is more parity. There's more complex roster builds. You need a 26-man roster. You need a whole entire farm system. It's different. It's chess versus checkers. Let's just be quite honest about that, and no one's a bigger NBA fan than I am. But here we go. Kershaw will be gone, too. Uh, we got a 10 from Norman Road, 10 from Jason Diamond. The kids need to step up man it's all on the kids that's from boomer assassin yeah i mean you look at who's available i mean you saw there in the dugout you had bobby miller right next to emmett sheehan right next to ryan pepio this team at this point you can honestly say is going to go as far as their rookies are going to take them i think that you, of course, need Clayton Kershaw back if you want to have any chance. But if you don't have some of these rookie pitchers come through and, and be guys you can trust in big spots, this team is going to bounce, get bounced early. They need a quality star from Bobby Miller there in the NLDS. You need Walker Buehler to come back. These aren't luxuries at this point. These aren't icing on the cake type moves, cherry on top, right? This is an absolute necessity. After losing Julio Urias for his career as far as in Dodger Blue, he won't be back, right, ever. Even if the, what happened didn't happen, he wasn't going to be back, okay? I can tell you that from sources, right? But I think if you are this team right now, you better hope that those guys are ready, and at the very least, you're going to get experience for those guys on the big stage. But my my worry meter is a nine. That's from Baby Mike thirteen thirteen. A six point six from Joe Mama. Worry meter is a nine. Lynn is a bust. That's from Jason Diamond. 
We get a 9 from Diane Schroeder, a 10 from Dan Serrano. Dodgers haven't hit a slump since the All-Star break, so stop complaining. They will find ways with the rookies. That's from Faye Johnson. Look, I'll tell you right now, I don't care about their record. I don't care about where they are in the standings. They are going to win the NL West, and they're not going to catch the Braves. That's where they are. They have an 11-game lead. You look at their magic number. It's virtually a lock at this point that the Dodgers, unless we see the Giants do a 1951 cheating scheme with Bobby Thompson or something like that, then the Dodgers, they're going to run away with this division, right? But I'm looking at how these players are trending, right? Who's looking good? Who's looking bad? Who are the guys that we can trust in October? And right now, I mean, there's just so many concerns. I mean, where do you start? This is a nightmare, like, this is absolutely a nightmare what's happened to the Dodgers starters over the last few seasons. Don't kid yourself. I mean, I don't know if someone has a voodoo doll or they sold their soul for the 2020 World Series. I don't know what it is, but this team has been absolutely snake bit. It's like a season of squid game for this Dodgers starting rotation, the way they lose guys. It's not all to injuries. You have two guys that they have lost due to domestic violence issues, right? You have guys that had season-ending Tommy John surgeries. You've had guys that have dead arms in the postseason in Max Scherzer. So this team is absolutely snake bitten. And I will tell you, everyone wants to say Dr. Mark Pryor's pitching lab. Great. Did it work for Noah Syndergaard? Did it work for Lance Lynn? I mean, you tell me. We got uh, Ryan Guzman, Mookie, Freddie Wilson, Muncie, Rojas didn't do anything tonight. Pretty sad. I mean, look, I mean, those players are MVP candidates, two of them. The other guys aren't. Hey, Rojas is not there for his hitting Muncie coming off a little bit of an injury as far as he missed a game and he wasn't feeling I don't think 100% as of yet also you got a lefty so there's that so I think look if I'm the Dodgers offensively I mean you can shine the light on Jason Hayward who I thought had another great game he was fantastic he's been as hot as he's ever been of late Jason Hayward he's going three for four other than that though Dodgers had six hits Hayward goes three for four had the home run the RBI James Alvin goes two for four he ends up getting the home run there late in the ninth inning and that was a two-run shot there. Other than that, Mookie over two with the walk. Michael Bush over two. By the way, Michael Bush truthers, where's your boy? I've been waiting. I said, let me see it. Let me see Michael Bush at the big league level. I'm waiting. Where is it? The the gap between AAA and the big leagues right now is big time. So anytime you see, oh, 1,000 OPS, home run, home run, AAA level, that is a a hitter-friendly league there in the PCL, right? It's like going from rookie mode to all Madden mode, right? It is a big, big wide gap. So I'm not excited. I'm not overly thrilled. I, you know, I see these highlights all over Twitter. Uh, this minor league player did that. That minor league player did this. I'm more impressed when I see it from the pitching side, not when I see it with the bat. And so far, Michael Bush did get his first home run, but he goes over two tonight, and he's been back. I mean, hit 130 in August, goes – Three for 23. Did get his get those two home runs. He had the home run versus the Braves. That piss missile he hit there on the Thursday game. Yeah, and then he ends up going 0 for 1 on Friday's game. And then they didn't use him for you know a few games. And tonight he goes 0 for 2. So I'm waiting to see it for Michael Bush. Michael Bush truthers. You tell me how good Michael Bush is going to be. I'm waiting for it. But uh, Roy Estrada, did, Braves getting pounded by Cardinals two nights in a row. Now look, it's baseball. You are going to lose a lot of games, right? That's just how it is in this sport. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got to talk more about Lance Lynn. Do you guys think that it's not bare lead here? Do you think that? He will miss the postseason roster because 
part of my big questions, my big question, my big takeaways, the first biggest takeaway, the number one thing you need to know from this game is that Lance Lynn is struggling. The honeymoon phase is over. The honeymoon phase was great. You went on a nice vacation. You went to Italy, did whatever, right? Now you got in your first fight, right? You're back. That first fight after that honeymoon, last three starts, ERA over 10. I lost face in this team. We are cooked peak too early. That's from Dung over on YouTube. We got to fire Friedman and Roberts. Is anyone else weary of the 90-pitch count, eight-run strategy? We got Lynn is the best T-ball pitcher in the majors. That's a fire take fire from team. Boomer Assassin. Just cut Lynn. That's from Jason Diamond. Lynn got beat. Oh, come on now. You're getting blocked. All right. Just so you know, guys, if you got any uh, any bad comments that uh, that are inappropriate, you are getting blocked. So I just blocked that guy. We're having a block party tonight. So guess what? You'll never be able to post in the comments on this channel again. A nine and a half major concern. Dodgers going with an all rookie postseason starting rotation. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. We got to Now I Know Why we're sponsored by Jim Beam and Hornitos. There you go. There's a Hornitos comment of the game. Please drink responsibly. Like I always say, I always drink when the Dodgers win. I drink more, though, when they lose. We got Kevin Yuha. DMAC, I see nothing but bad pitching. We can't rely on rookies. Injured Kershaw and Bob Miller. This might doom us in October. BC, Lynn could come out of the bullpen. Usually gets worse as the game goes on. Yeah, I mean, the missed bad stuff, the strikeouts, I mean, maybe... There's a universe where that could play out in the postseason. I mean, I wouldn't totally rule against that. And look, at the end of the day, he still has a couple starts to prove that he can make some adjustments and hopefully get back into a better space heading into the postseason. Diane Schroeder says, scary. Lynn didn't go even five innings. Yeah, and that's a great point, Diane, is that with Lance Lynn, that is the one thing you can count on, that he's going to give up a few home runs, he's going to go give up a few runs, but he's also going to go deeper into the game. But that wasn't the case tonight, and that's why you saw the walks, three walks for Lynn tonight. And that has been something that in his Dodgers career, in the short in his short Dodgers career, right, his six starts before, before tonight, tonight was his seventh start, is that you were getting him to eat innings. He was going deep into games. First start, seven innings. Second start, six innings. Third start, fifth. Then he had seven innings start against the Brewers, where he was really fantastic. I mean, he pitched very well at Boston, goes six innings, and then just four and a third against the Braves. And then his last start, and then four and two thirds tonight. So that really is a big concern because that is supposed to be his strong suit is the fact that he can go deeper into games. We get not ready to give up on this team. A lot of distractions as of recent, plus others are in their head. That's a great point that Osotastic also tastic over on YouTube brings up is yes, you can't deny that. You All right, guys, got another block. I got another block here, 
any inappropriate stuff regarding Hulu Arias is getting immediately blocked. So have fun. Create another username if you want to chat and then you want to respond. Hopefully you don't get blocked again. So I got to say, uh, we got Mike and Miller, Pepio, Sheehan, Bueller, Kershaw, and Yarbrough for middle relief. I like that. I'm not against that. And I think it really all hinges on Kershaw getting back to where he needs to be. But uh, bring up the tape. Bring up the Triple H Japanese player, see what he's got. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna see. Uh, the, I don't think you're gonna see him right this year. We got bleed blue, win or lose, Angel pitching wins championships. I don't think we have the pieces for a World Series victory. DMAC, we suck. That's from Carnivorous Lunar Activity. Otani is out next year. Needs Tommy John surgery. Exactly. I said that earlier. Hi, Edward. We got Norman Rowe. How about a? All right, getting blocked. Uh, we got um, Durant got traded to the Warriors. <laughs> Uh, he got he a signed with the Warriors. He signed with the Warriors. Um, they're they're gonna win it one day soon. Dmac could not have said better. What up, Dominic over on YouTube? We got Dodger scouts for MVP. I'm willing to donate my ligaments. Yeah, hey, we got the YYY one of one on Lynn. We all know we signed up for him. <laughs> I would pick Miller over Lynn in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a no brainer, Tony, over on YouTube. But yeah, let's kind of break down that fifth inning. Just kind of talk about how it all went wrong because that really was a disaster of an issue. I mean, in the home run issues, like I said, if they continue to pile up for Lance Lynn, became the third straight Dodger pitcher in this series to give up multiple home runs. And that really has been the issue for this series. Clayton Kershaw, multiple home runs. Ryan Yarbrough on Tuesday, multiple home runs. And I think if you look at Lynn, I mean, he's someone that is supposed to be better than he is as far as the metrics and the predictive stats and kind of what it comes down to. But Lynn is someone that's 40 home runs. He's allowed 40 home runs on the season. And that really is just where it all went wrong. I mean, you're talking about hard hit balls. You're talking about just the lack of command in big spots. And yeah, this Dodgers team, it's uh, it's not looking pretty right now on the road against Miami. But uh, yeah, let's, let's break down that inning right here. And we'll talk about uh, kind of what went really wrong was, I mean, you're talking about the worst Dodgers inning as far as nine runs allowed in six years. So yeah, ugly, ugly baseball for this Dodgers team. And I do like the point you brought up earlier about the fact that you do have a lot of distractions with the Julio Arias situation. So look, I mean, these guys are human. These guys are on Twitter. These guys are on social media. They see what's going on. But uh, do you guys think that's a big factor? The fact that there is a that big distraction? Let me know down below. We got a super chat, by the way, from Kirk Lewis. Lynn Sanity versus bad teams. Sir Lance not versus good teams. I love that, Kirk Lewis. And that's a Dodgers Nation comment of the game. Muncie looks like Babe Ruth at third. Yeah, not great defense again from Max Muncie. And that's definitely something that continues to be concerning there in the bottom of the fourth inning, that Jake Berger grounder, soft grounder, kind of goes up the heel of his glove. And, and how about the Chisholm bunt that goes for a single? So thankfully, Hayward's able to make that highlight catch with the bases loaded. But yeah, still not great defense from Max Muncy in the last few weeks. But Los Angeles squid games, I like that. We got... Um, we got uh, dude get over or is dude gone? What's next? I mean, who's not over? It's it's not being over it. It's a, it's a factor in how this rotation is played right now, and the fact that yeah, these guys, it's in their headspace. There's no doubt about it. So I mean, hey, it's a absolute factor. But uh, Bush overrated from Carl Muncy can't field soft or hard hit balls. 
Roberts has to go. He has complete, he's a complete yes man. Hey, I got news for you. If you want Roberts gone, they're going to bring in another guy who's exactly like Dave Roberts, right? I mean, that's just reality that this organization, the decision makers, the collaborative process comes from the top. So I don't think that if that's the, if you think that Dave Roberts is the reason why the Dodgers are losing, when the reality is this is probably Dave Roberts' best year as a manager, when you consider all the injuries they've dealt with, when you consider how bad the bullpen starting rotation was, none of these players, do you truly believe? I've talked to Bobby Miller myself. I've talked to James Alvin myself. These guys tell me that the confidence that Dave Roberts gives them helps them on the field. That's not speculation. That's not a rumor. That's coming from the players themselves. And they'll tell you that that is his biggest asset. His strongest suit is his ability to instill confidence in young players. So I think this is Dave Roberts' best year as a manager. I think this is on roster construction. I think this is on injuries. And I think that if I had to place blame and, sh- and slice of that blame pie, I'm getting most of the blame pie to the organization. Because I can tell you one thing. Dave Roberts has nothing to do. I mean, they might ask his opinion about certain guys that they want to add to this team. And the reality is Dave Roberts wants to add everyone. He wants to do anything he can to upgrade this roster. But when it comes to roster construction and things like that, that is not in his hands. And look, for the most part, that's how you win games in Major League Baseball. It's the players that play. Dave Roberts can't go out there on the mound and throw pitches and do what he does. And he's not going to go out there and, you know, he could probably done a better job than Lance Lynn there in the fifth inning. But for the most part, that's just not how this game works. But here we go back down into the comment section. By the way, welcome to the Dodgers Nation post game show. If you are new, we got no chance. Lynn from Joe Fire Roberts. There you go. I'll give you a fire. Oh, you want to say it's all good. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, call up Hyun Suk Jong. Not yet, man. He still needs a cook. Is Hideo Nomo available? That's a fire take. Uh, LA will suffer a quick exit in the postseason. Starting pitching is destined. Estimated. May's gone. Gonson's out. Kershaw's injured again. And the Dodgers, we got, uh, okay. Come on, man. Guys, have some have some tact, man. Have, show some respect. Jeez. Uh, Bush doesn't belong at the slopes from Carl. We got top prospects. Should have traded Bush when they had the chance. That's from back-to-back Nate. I think, look, there's probably a chance they would have traded him if the right package presented itself. If the Cardinals were willing to deal a Nolan Arenado, maybe he does get included in that package. But I, like I said earlier, they needed him to come up and prove that he was an asset. Now, what does his trade value look like? I mean, it's still a very small sample size, and Bush has always shown that ability to figure things out after quite some time. So, yeah, but that does play into it. I mean, let's just be honest. If he was up here raking, it makes him a better asset, and that helps them get other players in the offseason. But A-Ray, what up, D-Mac, a.k.a. Will Smith out of uni? Only funnier. This is concerning, but I know the Dodgers will step it up in the playoffs. Let's go, Dodgers. It's a comment of the game. My friend A-Ray, 22. Lynn is super washed. Yeah, losing four to five games is not a championship team. DFA, Roberts, and Friedman. Lynn to the arm barn. That's from UFC Guru Official. We got Jonah Lynn is doing what he signed up for to eat innings and give a break to the pitchers. Exactly. Great take. Uh, They'll keep Lynn, but he won't get any starts. He's a liability. He's a Lynn ability. How about that? Uh, Jason Diamond. Lynn needs to lose 50 pounds. Oh, hey, look how Bartolo Colon. I mean, you doesn't necessarily mean that. I I, I mean, he's, he's been heftier right for his career and he's had some really good years i think more of it's the arm towards the end of his career doesn't have as much tread on those tires but eddie says lynn needs run support edward Dorshield, there you go there's the quote we love you'll win a third and lose a third of your games the other thing is how you play in the other third yeah i mean that's just the reality of major league baseball right you mentioned earlier cardinals beating down on the braves tonight and it just happens good teams lose 
every game to any team. It's any given day. It's not even any given Sunday. It's any given day in Major League Baseball, right? Any team can lose to any team. The last place team, the first place team, it does not matter. All these guys are pros. But uh, we got Linda the arm bar and watch the young gun Pepio who's got in shape will shove. Hey, I love it, Roy Estrada. You know how high I am on Ryan Pepio. But uh, can we see if Darren Dreifert is available? Tony Zammy. Hey, you know, by the way, he actually got the bubonic plague. Uh, six is not a few, bruh. We got another year of false hopes. That's from Savage Society. Uh, let's be real. Dodgers ain't winning the chip this year. That's from Nando390. Ma Maria G, we ride with our rookies if we don't have a choice. And maybe it'll bring out the best in everyone, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I think that once this team kind of settles down and – kind of put the Julio stuff behind them, I think that, yeah, there could be some opportunities, great opportunities for some of these young pitchers. I mean, Gavin Stone, he's pitched great of late. I mean, Ryan Pepio, he's back healthy, looking good. Slider's looking good. Command of the fastball's looking good. The changeup is as effective, as effective and nasty as ever. You talk about Emmett Sheehan, one of the best fastballs in the organization right now. I mean, Michael Grove, I mean, there's a lot of guys that can contribute, and I think it just comes down to, hey, how will they be able to handle the bright lights, the adrenaline of the postseason? Like I was saying earlier, pray for Will Smith's hand on that first fastball from Bobby Miller because his hand might break, right? I mean, he's going to be the first guy to throw a 200-mile-per-hour fastball in the postseason with all the adrenaline. So we'll see. I think at this point, at this point, you just don't know how these guys are going to handle this. So really anyone who's trying to make a prediction for the Dodgers in the postseason, why waste your time? I mean, the reality is, yeah, we can say they have the lineup one through six. That's really going to be the most important part of this when it comes to Mookie down to J.D., Muncie, Will Smith. Yeah, they're going to rely on the top of their lineup to score runs. But the reality is that they're going to need contribute contributions from young pitchers that have never pitched in the postseason. So until we see how they fare in those situations, all bets are off. But uh, we need a block sound. Only positive this season will be a Dodger win the MVP. Hopefully, B.C. I still think that the minds of the voters, in the minds of the voters, that they still have Ronald Acuna as the top MVP candidate, despite the fact that Mookie has had a better year offensively from an overall production standpoint. Hopefully that changes, though, because I think you saw that home run, the hardest hit ball this year, the 121.2 miles per hour off the bat, the home run to center field off Emmett Sheehan. In the Saturday affair, I mean, you saw games like that. Those what that's what sticks out to voters, right? And I think that hopefully Mookie can go on another heater to end the year and really put himself in a position to win that award. But uh, DMAC didn't forget to add good news of the game. Where's my Hornitos? Uh, got to make a new one ver a version of those. We got Dodgers are fine. Hashtag think blue. Can't pitch middle middle and expect good results. That's from Tony Zami. Yeah, I mean, let's look at that inning, man. I mean. I think you look at that inning and it was just, it felt like it, it was incredible. The fact that they were able to put up those runs the way they did with the home runs. I mean that, and, and to be fair, this Marlins team was absolutely on fire heading into this game. And this team scoring runs in bunches, they had averaged 7.7 runs per game in their last six games. So, I mean, you look at that, and the home runs, 12 of the 15 runs in this series were via that home run ball. So, yeah, I mean, they were scoring runs. They were scoring runs via that home run ball, and 
tonight you saw it rear its ugly head once again. But yeah, I mean, it's good. It's a tough game. It was a tough day at the office. If you're Lance Lynn, I will say Lynn's sanity has ended for now. Will it pick up? I'm not so sure. But that inning. So Stallings. Hits a double to left on a 1-0 pitch. So if you look at that pitch, forcing fastball, middle, middle, 91 miles per hour. That is on a tee. That's putting a beach ball on a tee for big league hitters. And the next batter, 1-2 count. And you got a four-seam fastball up in the zone. More life on it, but middle of the plate. Wendell hits it for a home run. That makes it 2-1 Marlins. And then he walks Arias. Now, look at that at bat. He's just missing. I mean, he's missing with a cutter badly, missing with a four-seam fastball. Arm side, you got four-seam fastball. Just you're missing pitches, and you're allowing guys to get on base. And that is what you can't do. You can't have it both. You can't have bad command. And not a lot of velocity, give up home runs. I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster. That's how you get the number two being out of you. And the next batter, Berger, he walks. You got back-to-back walks in that situation. The cutter was off. The curve was off badly. And that really is where it all went wrong for this Dodgers team and tonight. And Lance Lynn just walking the batters on top of throwing pitches middle-middle right down Broadway. The next batter, you got Bell. He flies to center with runners on first and second. And then next batter up, you got Jazz Chisholm Jr. with runners on first and second. A 3-2 count. He throws a cutter, tries to get it more down in in the zone, he leaves it up, and he hits a bomb. That made it 5-1 to one Marlins. Next batter, De La Cruz, he flies to right for the second out. And then with two outs, Sanchez, 1-1 one, one count. Another cutter that he leaves up in the zone, and he hits another home run. And he gives up another home run right there. That made it 6-1 to one Marlins. And then the wheels just continue to come off. He allows an infield single to Edwards on a 3-2 count. That sinker kind of leaves a little up in the zone. And Stallings, he reached on a bunt single on a changeup, and that was that. And then Victor Gonzalez comes in, and that's how you know they're waving the white flag right there. And Victor Gonzalez, he's a guy who, yes, he was in the zone a little bit, but still missing his spots. 0-2 count to Wendell. He reached on an infield single. And Arias, he's back up, and he doubles to center on a 1-2 count. Sinker, too much of the plate, too good of a hitter. That made it 9-1 to Marlins. And that inning, a nightmare. Nine runs on eight hits. Nine run on eight hits for that Marlins team. And, yeah, even after that, just not really much happening. I mean, bottom of the seventh inning, Gus Varlin in. You give that leadoff double to Sanchez. A few batters later with two outs. 0-2 pitch. You give up a double to Wendell to make it 10-1. to And then Gurriel... He ends up doubling to right, making an 11 to 1. So, yeah, I mean, this team got absolutely demolished tonight. And it was nice to see, I will say, a little Mitchell to have full take is the fact that even. The, even being down 11-1, to one, despite that, they still gave it a go there in the ninth thing. They still went up there and tried to make something out of this game. I mean, you've got to give him a little credit right there. Peralta, he ended up scoring after doubling. After uh, the error there with Jason Hayward, he hit that ball really hard. That made 11-2. And the next batter, yeah, James Outman, he ends up getting that bomb solo shot right there. And that or the two-run shot there that made it 4-2 Dodgers. And, yeah, that's the end of the game right there. They're going three runs on two hits. Bush ended up striking out swing to end that inning. But, yeah, look, an ugly game for your Dodgers. And D-Mac blocked my wife from Nando 390. Okay, you get Bruh. the bro. Uh, Roberts leaves 
pitchers out there to die when they need to be yanked. That's from Neil Casamoto. It's funny because literally that is the opposite of what Dodgers fans say about Dave Roberts for the most part. It's either he's Captain Hook and he's taking Rich Hill out of the game too soon, right? Or it's tonight he's leaving guys out there too long. No, what they're doing, they're not necessarily all in on winning games. They don't care. I'll tell you, they don't care. They're trying to preserve arms. So you leave Lance Lynn out there as much as possible, knowing that, hey, let's get this guy to, at the very least, 100 pitches. If we lose, we lose. But still, we're 11 games up in the division. We're not going to catch the Braves. It's about preserving the arms, keeping as much tread on those tires for October as humanly possible. There's no reason to go out there. Uh, we got... Um, What's up with DMAC, uh, Grumpy Wumpy? No, I just don't want people making fun of domestic violence in the in the comments. That's the only thing. I think, you know, you guys know I, I let uh, a lot of trash talk happen here. But when it gets inappropriate like that, that's when you got to get blocked. So not being grumpy, I just don't I want to be respectable. To I want to be respectful to people out there. But uh, don't buy it. They've been up and down all season. They keep losing arms. Yeah, I mean, this team has been stake-binned. Uh, can Otani teach Mookie to pitch two next year? That's the comment of the game. That's from Brian over on YouTube. Yeah, uh, Matty, the Julio news Perfect. is shocking, no doubt. Might take a while to shake that off, but he wasn't pitching well anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, this was really the worst year in Julio's career. The velocity was down. I mean, basically, it was costing himself millions and millions with his performance, and then he cost himself up to $200 million with his actions. So, yeah, I mean, just really a nightmare of a season for Julio Arias. I mean, that's just the harsh reality of it. Uh, where's Kike DMAC? He's been struggling lately, but he's still there. That's from Joe Mama. Uh, Freeman knew we needed a pitch. He decided to sit on the prospects and do nothing Cobra Commander. Yeah, look, don't pay attention to what they say. Pay attention to what they do, okay? Anytime you hear your team's manager saying this and that, da-da-da-da, you can tune that out like it's like you're watching Peanuts, right? Like it's it's a it's just it's all it's all chat GPT. It's all chat GPT. It's all automated stuff. Same thing with Andrew Friedman. It's this cliche, that cliche, this. Don't worry about what they say. Watch what they do. Okay, that is the number one most important thing when it comes to following the direction of your team. What they do last offseason, they didn't go out there and make any big signings. The ones they did make were on one-year deals. What they do this season, they didn't make any blockbuster trades. They got a bunch of negative war players, and you're seeing the results of that. So don't list all this stuff. And all the people saying Friedman statue and Friedman we trust, that's just a casual person's take at this point. If you're saying in Friedman we trust because you put all your eggs in the Shohei Otani basket, yeah, guess what? Shoy Otani can next year get 70 home runs for the Dodgers. That won't guarantee them a World Series, right? You need starting pitching. You need bullpen depth. And right now, you really need this Dodgers rotation to have these rookies and have them step up. But uh, here we go. It's uh, $10 from Diane Schroeder. Julio's actions hurt this team. It shows in how they're playing right now. Thanks, Diane Schroeder. Appreciate that. We got uh, Dodgers waiting for Otani and Japanese ace to come to the Dodgers in free agency. That's from Showtime fans. Here's the thing, though. You bring in Shohei Otani, right? And let's say you bring in Shohei Otani. You don't. You can't see when a player is going to fall off their prime, right? Is Mookie going to hit 40 home runs next year? Is Freddie Freeman going to have the best year of his career next year? How could you guarantee that? The, the, the odds of that happening are unlikely, right? 
If you look at their age, north of 30, right? I mean, it's unlikely. So, to me, you bring another guy, but then the players you do have, your core, their production dips even a little bit. Then you look at what are the net benefits, right? So, that's why I think that this team, we'll see how this year plays out. But depending on how it does play out, I do think there could be a universe where, yeah, you did waste some prime of Mookie and Freddie by not being aggressive last offseason, not finding a way to get a starter. And what... Who if I preach? Who have I begged the Dodgers to trade for for three years before it was Luis Castillo? They should have traded for Luis Castillo. I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, the Dodgers could have made that deal happen. They did not want to part ways with the prospects. And then you saw Andrew Friedman talking about how expensive the pros- uh, the players were to acquire at the trade deadline with the new expanded postseason, right? So, look, it's the reality. These are the times. You got to adjust. Look, adapt or die, right? So, yeah, this would be very interesting. But like I said, this team still... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. You just want a ticket to the dance, right? Right now, you won your division. They're going to win that. 10th time, last 11 years. They've been in the postseason 10 straight years. But it'll be very interesting to see how things shake out. And really, the health and the performance of this rotation is going to be pivotal. And I think V brings up a good point, too. He says that we need J.D. Martinez back. Yeah, J.D. Martinez, he's on the road to recovery, and he's someone that is absolutely going to help this team in a big way, going to help solidify this offense. And, yeah, I think you bring up a fantastic point. They need him back. And, yeah, he began his minor league assignment on Sunday and then Tuesday got some more action in. So yeah, he is on the way back. So we'll see him soon, but the top of the night, they decide to wake up the bats. That's from Terry Hesticles. Terry Hesticles. That name always cracks me up. Cody Bellinger, absolutely raking for the Cubs. That's from back to back. Nate, what more can you say? Kershaw is a legend, but he's far in dust. Now I do want to kind of go back to that Cody Bellinger take. Yeah. There's a world where the Dodgers could have kept Cody Bellinger and he could have put up the same numbers that he's putting up with the Cubs right now. At the end of the day, though, he's still a free agent. And the Dodgers most likely would not have wanted to give him $200-plus million when you consider the fact that he is injury-prone. I mean, it's not just the shoulder, right? The hairline fracture in his leg. He has been banged up. Looks a little frail sometimes. So I think the fact that you did use this year to develop James Altman, at the very least, James Altman has proven that, one, he's an above-average bat, has some pop, can slug. Two, he's an above-average center fielder defensively. That's big. That's big, Okay, that's massive. The fact that you have a guy that's inexpensive under his deal, which he is not even pre pre arbitration player, right? So he's under team control for so many years, seven years, right? And then until twenty twenty, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, for, it's going to be a while for for James Altman. So I think to me, I'm fine with that. The fact that. At this point, you're looking at where he is. And like I say, he's pre-arbitration, right? His first arbitration year as it stands right now is until 2027. So, yeah, I still don't think that was a bad move. I truly don't believe that. So, here we go. We got to, it looks like we dodged the World Series again. Okay, it's too soon for that, guys. Come on, they're off the Marlins in early-ish September. Let's not act like the sky is falling. Cobra Commander says, Victor Gonzalez, no bueno. The weight doesn't matter. Look at David Wells, carnivorous lunar activity. Yeah, there you go. Look at David Wells right there. David Wells, a guy who pitched a perfect game. So, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to love that. I mean, 24 perfect games in league history. And, of course, David Wells was one of them. Height meter for Pepio pitching tomorrow, 1-1-0. Can you crank that height meter up? Uh, Dodgers waiting for free agents from Shohei Otani. Uh, that's from Showtime. A couple more here, guys, and we'll get you at 199 from J-Dog. We have a good bullpen. It can carry us in the playoffs. I think, look, they're going to need to. Like, they're going to need Joe Kelly to come back and pitch like he was before he went down. You're going to need Evan Phillips to continue that success. I think the interesting thing about this bullpen is I think you're going to potentially see some guys that are Guys who have started throughout their careers, like the Yarbrough types. Walker Buehler, I think, does start as a starter, but you see him in a piggyback situation. Yancey Almonte, will he come back and return to form? Bruce Dark Gratterall has had himself a really nice year, but yeah, I think you're probably going to need some guys with some high velocity. I think Emmett Sheehan should absolutely be a part of this postseason pitching situation. I think he should be factored in in some capacity. There's no question about that because I think his stuff will play up in the postseason. And I think right now they're in the process of just evaluating who are the best arms. But uh, we got uh, JD, uh, we got uh, we got uh, Jonah DMAC, who the Dodgers gunning for in offseason when it comes to pitchers. Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at the pitcher side, you're probably going to have to swing some trades, man. I mean, you're probably going to have to swing some trades when you look at where they're at because, I mean, Otani, of course, he would have been ideal. You get him offensively and you get him as a pitcher, right? But Clayton Kershaw, he could be gone. He's an unrestricted free agent. Hunjin Ryu, probably not going to like to sign him. He's an unrestricted free agent. Charlie Morin, he has a club option. Martin Perez, he's a UFA. Lance Lynn, $18 million club option. Wainwright, UFA, probably retire. Eduardo Rodriguez has that opt-out. Urias, we know what's going to happen with him. Hendricks, I mean, Ross Stripling, Andrew Heaney. There are not a lot of starting pitchers on the market. I mean, who are you going to go for? Marcus Stroman, who's probably going to opt out of that player option. So you're going to have to hope that, one, Bueller comes back and pitches like an ace. Two, Bobby Miller continues to emerge and prove that he's a budding superstar and probably got to go out there and make some trades if you really want to fortify this rotation if you're serious about winning next year. But uh, Oscar Fletcher, DMAC. Always uh, staying real and spits good BB not. Yeah, Oscar, appreciate that. That's really why I got into this because I am like you guys. I like the truth about my team, right? Give me the truth serum. Give me the rough, rugged, and raw when it comes to the facts, right? I don't want to have a – look, the reality is your team, the loss, your team is never as good as you think they are, and they're never as bad as you think they are, right? And the reality is – it's somewhere up and down in the middle, right? After a bad loss, you think the sky is falling and they have no rotation. You might as well just go to Cancun already and end the season, turn Dodger Stadium into a spirit Halloween superstore. But that's not the case, right? There's still a lot of talent on this team. And I think, too, there's a little bit of a dog days of September. I think the letdown of that Brave series, knowing that what's at stake and what's to play for is not very much at this stage of the season, to be honest. And then you add the Julio factor. I think that those are all, all things that are kind of playing into the fact they look so lackluster out there. What's good, DMAC? What up, my man? SoCal Red 16. That is my guy right over there. Fire I appreciate you, my man. You're the GOAT. SoCal Red 16. Uh, no confidence in Lynn like when the homer is coming. Yeah, man, it is. I mean, Mookie would have won the home run derby if Lance Lynn was pitching to him. That's all I'm going to say. We got to... I think Jeremy Lin cast a spell on Lin because he got the world using Lin's sanity. That's interesting. I mean, it's possible. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. But yeah, the most. Yeah, the, the the the. By the way, the Twins, 1986, Twins, Bert, 
Blur Levin, he get 50 home runs. So, hey, let's see if he can get to 50. Lance Lynn make history in Dodger Blue in the wrong way. Uh, can we give Lynn a bruh? Yeah, you want a Lynn for bruh? There you go. Bruh. There you go. Uh, Joe Durango, Lynn looks like he's eating a lot more than just innings. Oh, come on, man. That's a, that's a bruh. All right, go guys. Uh, Lincoln definitely eats. Okay, it's okay. Four nine nine from. Thanks for the show later, Dmac. Thanks, Dorman Rob. Yeah, thanks guys. As always, we got a uh, couple more here. I was getting tired of seeing. We got uh, Lance Lynn was okay briefly, but even then, his FIP was higher with us than in Chicago. Jason Lynn. Yeah, I mean, some of those expected metrics definitely weren't kind of where you want him to be and i think that that's what you we need to look at i mean the numbers will tell you a lot what's up jenny what up patrick what up frank ayala over on youtube uh 818 i love this one dmac what we do without you misery loves company yeah ain't that the truth man this is therapy for me man it really gets me back on track after these losses but yep guys thanks as always for joining us here on the dodger nation post game show if you are new to the um blake snell jason lynn says blake snell I got jams. Thank you very much. Blake Snell will be interesting, man. I mean, Blake Snell is someone who, yeah, I mean, he put himself in a great position. And Blake Snell is someone who has a really strong start, a strong uh, finish to this year. Really had himself a really, really good year. Three ERA in August. If you look at him as a whole, a 250 ERA and with Clayton Kershaw possibly gone, Julio Arias gone, that Blake Snell is someone that has put himself in a position to really be a premium, a premium, premium pitcher as a lefty. And yeah, the thing about him though is you're gonna have to find a way to make that trade, right? I mean, you have to find a way to get that, uh, to find a way to uh, to get him on the open market. So we'll see. I mean, next year. I mean, next year he's a uh, unrestricted free agent. So, you, I mean, yeah, he signed that five-year, $50 million deal with Tampa. So he's got a nice bank. But, yeah, I think uh, Blake Snell is someone who's going to be very interesting. But I do think you have to either make some trades for some pitchers or go out there on the open market to see if you can get a – to see if you can get some. Because right now, yeah, Dustin May on the shelf. I mean, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see – where they go in the offseason. But I'm sure we'll spend tons of time doing that. But here we go, guys. A couple more. We got $2. LA fancy to step up and get to the ravine. Go ham. Terry, what up, my man? Uh, but Snell is going home to the Mariners for Michael DMAC. Have a good evening. But, yep, guys, thanks again as always. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Actually, you can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers. And if you want us to continue to give out more elite giveaways. But remember, win or lose, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home home. 